Hey there, thanks for listening. Quick question for you. Did you know that the one rental at a time book self-published on Amazon was actually selected by Forbes Real Estate Council as one of the 15 essential books you must read before getting started in real estate? Quite the accomplishment. It's actually book number three. Go check it out on Amazon. One Rental at a Time, written by yours truly, Michael Zuba. Hey everyone, I have a very exciting show for you today. I have a young man who I have been stalking on Instagram. He has a page called realestate.entrepreneur. And you know, anybody with that title is going to be somebody I follow. And uh, he puts out a lot of great stuff. And he was nice enough to say yes to an interview. So let's welcome O'Neill Parker to the show. How you doing, O'Neill? Hey, what's going on, everybody? How you doing, Michael? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Why don't you first introduce yourself, where you are in the country, what do you do in this crazy world of real estate, and uh, we'll go from there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So my name is O'Neill Parker, a real estate period entrepreneur. I'm 26. I'm a real estate investor. I started in real estate in 2016. I started with uh, in the wholesaling method. So I started with $63. I had more money, but every, you know, all the gurus say, you don't need a little money, you know, a little money, a yeah. little credit. So I tested the method out and it, it really works for me. So I started with the $63 with that. I purchased um, 50 blank banded signs off of uh, Amazon, a fat marker, and then uh, the, um, the felt nails, the roofing nails. Yeah, yeah. And then I got to work. I started writing, we buy houses with a phone number, Google voice number. Never use your own number. <laughs> I started putting the signs on. I still had a full-time job at that, at that time. I was 23. So I started putting the signs out. And then, you know, the day after you put the signs, you think you will get a call. <laughs> but I didn't. So like a week later, I got a call, super nervous, didn't know what to do. Phone started ringing. Mm. I mean, you know, palms sweat, and I put the phone down, and I had to go on YouTube, what to do on a seller's call. So <laughs> I was really, really nervous, but I really took action. Um, and then, start, you know, did the marketing or whatever, went on an appointment, locked up the deal. I made 2000 on my first deal within uh, a month of marketing. So I think it's, it's a decent success story. And then... Um, Four months of me being in the business made fifty thousand dollars wholesaling, and then a year and a half of being in the total business, I bought one point three million dollars worth of real estate, and I didn't use none of my own money. Um, so right now, what I'm doing, I've been in the business like it just made three years, November mm -hmm. of nineteen. So now I'm going back to wholesaling. I want to go, you know, start that foundation. So now I can scale everything in my business. I can scale the rentals. I can scale the hotel deals. I can scale the, scale the flips. And all that so I can grow in every aspect of real estate. So that's what I'm doing currently right now, Mike. Wow. Well, first off, congratulations. Uh, you took action. Uh, you did it. You failed forward. You know, when you didn't know, you figured it out. And, um, you know, you're a raving success. So congratulations. But, but, let, but let's break that down a little bit. Just so, so everybody, we, we don't need to stop the interview. We got lots more questions to ask. Um, let's get into it. Man. Let's, let's jump in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what, so a, where are you in the country? Right. Where, where do you physically oh, live? That's <laughs> all right. And then where do you invest? Okay. I'm, I'm located in Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, two hours away from New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm sure a lot of people know where New Orleans is mm -hmm. and I invest in my own market, Lafayette, Louisiana. Oh, very cool. And I built my first house in the Baton Rouge area when I was 21. So I'm in that market as well. Wow. And I'm also in Lake Charles, Louisiana. So they're both within an hour from my central location. So I try to stay, you know, around those areas. Mm -hmm. And the reason I, I do Lake Charles because I still have a full-time job. So sure. oh, I'm wow. there four days a week. And the reason I do Baton Rouge because I used to live there. 
So, you know, I'm yeah. always there as well. And then the first bank I ever used to buy my first rental is in Baton Rouge. So okay. it's only an hour drive. And the numbers are way better in Baton Rouge because the jobs are way better. It's um big oil and gas um, and petrochemical plant area. So they pay pretty well. So uh, the rent is very high for a low purchase price. So that's the reason I'm in Baton Rouge, yeah. Lafayette, and Lake Charles. And Lake Charles is pretty much the same way as Baton Rouge. Okay. Plants, oil and gas, and petrochemical plants. So they pay very well. All right. So you got Louisiana on lock. Right? It's, it's, it's your baby. You know it. Um, of that, course. That, that's, that's awesome. All right. So you're in Louisiana. Let's go back before you go to Amazon and you buy the 50 banded sides and the felt tip marker and the nails. Uh, sure. you, were, you were working, right? You had a job. What, what just Still working. Still, I'm sorry. That's right. Still working. Are you an accountant? Are you, I mean, what, what's your general profession? Okay, I do rope access. Um, so what that is, is I don't know if you know about it. I don't know what that is. Rope access? <laughs> rope access. Um, like if you live in a big city, let's just say you see a, a, a New Iberia, a Wells Fargo tower with all the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see guys hanging out the ropes, cleaning the windows. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. But I don't clean windows. I do rope access and chemical plants. And um, so what okay. we do is everything that the chemicals run through. So uh, piping, tanks stuff like that wow we just check to see the thickness of the pipe so let's just say chemicals is running through the pipe if that pipe is super thin is it can bust over it's time. time to go yeah right so that's what we do we just check to see the thickness of uh, the pipes and stuff like that okay all right all right gotta respect that gotta respect the hustle that sounds uh i don't know it sounds scary to me <laughs> nah, <laughs> hanging, hanging off ropes that sounds scary yeah. it's I crazy i'm scared of heights so <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> somebody scared of heights goes in the rope access must pay well that's what i'm thinking right right yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what i gonna say that's the only way you get me around pay you know being afraid of heights is uh get that money all right so yes, all right so you uh so so you have your day job you're grinding away i uh, uh, do you see max maxwell or do you i mean who inspires you to try to go you know after this uh wholesaling thing with 63 bucks like did you just wake up one day or what was that? What was that event? that's like, I got to do something else. Man, it was crazy. Uh, Max started, I think two months before me. So he wasn't around on YouTube just yet. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, man, I grew up, my dad has a, a commercial building in our downtown area. So okay. I was always around real estate since I was like, ah. you know, 12, 13. So I was seeing big buildings, seeing houses, seeing apartment buildings all the time. And then, uh, you know, when you get in high school, the teachers say, what would you like to do when you grow up? Yeah, I yeah. wanted to be a real estate agent. Ah, okay. I said that because I didn't know anything about a real estate investor. I thought <laughs> realtors own, you know, properties as well. So, you know, I was seeing all these buildings. I was like, somebody has to be making a lot of money on this. Yeah. So, you know, getting in high school, you get distracted with girls and education oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And I played football. So, you know, it wasn't really on my mind like that. So, like I said, let's go back a little bit. Once I built my house when I was 21, yeah. I turned 22. I was like, man, I need to, you know, earn some extra money. Mm-hmm. Got on YouTube, wholesaling popped up. I was like, this got to be a scam. You can flip yeah. a house without no money, no credit. So I, I dig deep into it. So I was watching, uh, you know, Phil Pustiaski, I think. I know the name, name, yeah. I think so, yeah. Started watching his videos. Mm. He was talking about um, the perfect job you can do part-time, right. wholesaling. So I stayed up to like 4.30 that morning, binge watching all his videos. Wow. And then um, I ordered his book, um, How to Start Real Estate or something like that. First time ever reading a book cover to cover. <laughs> Read the book, got down to it, just started taking action. So okay. that's really how what made me get into real estate. There you and go. It, 
just this kept doing there. it ever since. All right. So you've mentioned it a couple of times. We might as well get this story in. You actually, when you say you built your house, does that mm-hmm. mean you picked up the hammer and the nail and did it? Or does oh, that mean no, you, man. okay. Uh, you got to ask. Nah, you never I'm know. Develop, man. I'm going to develop, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that good with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> um, so, okay. So you had your house built. Um, right. Just uh, in, where'd you say, in Lafayette? No, that was in the Baton Rouge area. Oh, in Baton Rouge. It's okay. about an hour away from Lafayette. All right, so you get your taste. You probably had to go get a loan, right? Probably get a construction loan. Oh, that's yeah, kind of your taste. Loan, uh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, then you go on to wholesaling. You make two. So tell us about, I always like to hear about the first deal. Two grand, right? Yes, um, sir. T- let's, you know, that, that seller called you. You put it down. You, you've got, I, I'm assuming it's that one, but um, do you remember the house and w- what the details were? I remember everything about it. Um, let's go. So I went on an appointment. Didn't know what I was doing. The house was completely gutted. So mm. the house was gutted because we had a huge flood in 2016 in Baton Rouge. I'm not sure if you ever heard of that. But 16? No. 2016 yeah. had a okay. crazy flood. It was just random. So right. water was getting like people's roofs. Oh, wow. So uh, that's what happened. I think that happened in August of 2016. I showed up to the house like uh, the end of October or the beginning of November, something All like right. that. So, okay. Um, I went to the house, checking it out. Uh, before I went there, you know, I looked up the numbers on Zillow. That's what they sell on YouTube. So yeah. I knew the house was worth between two twenty and two forty. Wow. So I knew I had to get in there pretty low. And it came with like an acre and a half of land. So oh. just the land by itself was a great. But the bad part was in a flood zone, but it was a <laughs> big house. The house was like twenty seven hundred square foot. Wow. Okay. It was a huge house, like five bedrooms, three and a half baths. Yeah. And I got it under contract at seventy thousand. Wow. The next okay. day, I put the little, you know, uh, fly together and all that, put it on Zillow. Zillow, I got a crazy amount of buyers. I put it on Zillow. I don't even know if it's legal, but anyway. <laughs> I put it on Zillow, Craigslist, and then we have our local rear in our area. Yeah. We met that Tuesday, so I was so nervous. I wanted the microphone and tell everybody what I did. It was horrible, but hey, yeah. it worked. It worked. So yeah. within a week, of, I think it was a week of me having under contract, Buyer started calling me, rolling in, rolling in. So this uh this Latino guy came to the house. He was ready. He came in a nice little small car. He was a contractor, and he wanted the house. He had the bank statements, proof of funds, everything with him. Okay. He said, "Man, I'm re- I want this deal." So he offered me a uh, seventy-two thousand. I took it. I said, "Let's go." We closed within a week. Deal was done. Now, what's crazy about it? Soon as he offered me that, I accepted it. Hours later, people offered me eighty thousand because I was I was marketing for eighty thousand. He offered me seventy two, so yeah, people yeah. started offering me my asking price. I could have made ten thousand on my first deal, but you know, I didn't really know what I was doing, and I accepted the first offer. Well, there's so, a cu- yeah, a couple of lessons there. First off, profit's right. never a bad thing. So let's no, 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 it's not bad at all. I was I was completely happy. I didn't have the two thousand before, so yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm still like that to this day. Yeah. So if I wholesale a deal, and I like the smallest uh, assignment fee I ever made was like three fifty three. $353. And I was not complaining at all because, yeah. you know, got more experience, more money I didn't have. Yeah, and yeah. really it was a JV deal. I just bought the buyer. There you so, go. A lot of people really complain about making, like some people, I'm not wholesaling a deal if I don't make 5000 or 10000 To me, that really doesn't make sense because you're doing the same work anyway. Why yeah. not just close the deal and money is money? Yeah, you got to convert the lead, right? The leads there are yeah. sitting there. You're going to say notify. Yeah, if you walk by a thousand dollars on the street, you telling me you're not going to pick it up? I mean, really? Is, exactly. that, is that what we're talking about? Okay. Right. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll show you heard that plenty of times before. If I don't oh, make ten thousand, oh, I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah. 
And, and also they're not doing any deals, but anyways, that's, right. that's a different right, story. Right. All right. So, um, for, so there's another lesson there that I want people to hear because sometimes wholesalers, especially new ones, they get, uh, I don't know, they can get a bad reputation, right? You, you said yes to 72 and hours later, somebody called with 80. Let's just right. realize some people. I try to stay true to my word, man. You know, yeah, it's good business integrity. Yeah. Uh, your word is all you have at the end of the day. So yeah. that's why I would not just, I'm sorry, man, I can't accept you 72. I got to offer, you know, 8,000 yeah. more the next day. But yeah. you got to do good business at all times. All right, I just wanted that on record because that that is uh, admirable because not everybody would have done that. I hope you appreciate that. Some oh, people, I, I'm sure. I'm sure 95% of people wouldn't do that. Yeah, there you go. That's why we're talking because you are kind of, that kind of guy who's going to do the right, you know, the right thing. So I appreciate you. Um, so let's talk about, so now the business has grown. You got proof of concept, right? You put two grand in your yeah. pocket. You got proof of concept. Um, yes, sir. You know, where, where does it ramp from there? Right? I mean, where, where do you go from there? You're like, do you, you know, some people would have quit. Right. What's yeah. what your this this scary heights rope climbing thing, um, or rope access? Sorry, um, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, where'd you go in this business? Man, what's crazy about it? Within those four months, I made fifty thousand. And then that's right. The year of two thousand seventeen, which is you know the year full year, my gross is like seventy two thousand, but the net didn't equal up to the fifty thousand. So most people would have quit their job, but in my head. I didn't want to start wholesaling at all. It was like, I didn't want to do it, but my end goal was to own real estate. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, you know, once they get the 50,000 or whatever they make, it's like, I'm quitting my job, but my end goal was to own real estate. So mm -hmm. I know banks love W2s. Banks don't like entrepreneurs. No, they like W2s. Yes. Right. The reason they don't like entrepreneurs is because they never know where the next check is coming from. The money is inconsistent and stuff like that. So yeah. I kept my job and you leverage the bank to get anything I want. So why you wouldn't go. you keep your job? You got to think longevity, not just at the moment. A lot of people think in the moment, like, no, I yeah. don't like my, I like my job. My job isn't bad at all. That's awesome. Well, there's a guy, give in. You're giving so many gold nuggets. We're going to go back to them. First and foremost, there's a big difference between gross and net. Right, right. Yeah. I look at the net. I don't care about the gross. Yeah, but you, but let's talk about that. You, you, you see all the social media stuff. Everybody's talking about gross. Everybody, right? right? I, right. I, 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 they always say I made X, right? right? X is gross. You didn't really make X. You made right. X minus Y, right? Yeah. Why um, talk about the minus Y? Yeah, let's talk about the minus Y. So just just in rough numbers, is it, you're actually a pretty small operation. So is marketing and all of that stuff 50%, right? Your overhead, as they would call it, is about 50%, 20%. you have any idea? Uh, you talking about as the wholesaling business? Yeah, your wholesaling business. Yeah. It's about uh, right now, currently, or back then? Uh, whatever you like, either or. Uh, you could say right now, it's probably about 20, 25% because, yeah. like I said, we're just starting it again. We're trying to do all the free stuff we can, low oh, budget yeah. for the first year. Try yeah. to keep all the expenses uh, very low. Yeah. I'm not really the guy that said, watch a YouTube video, I got to buy the system. Nah, I don't yeah. need all that. Yeah, when yeah. I started, it was pencil and paper, just going out and get it and bandit sign. So just my, go. Yeah. you know, it's very cheap, but uh, me going out there driving, that's, you know, that that's, that's money because it's taking time with my family, taking yeah. time from, you know, me sleeping and all that. So yeah, yeah. that's majority of the cost. So I use very cheap marketing. I try to go direct to seller yeah. and I try to make it happen. I don't try to get all these reoccurring expenses, $99 a month. And then yeah. you got to pay for this and that and then direct mail. Nah, yeah. I just, to keep it simple, whatever works for me, works for me. Yeah, well, I, again, that's, that's keeping it, there's nothing wrong with keeping it simple. I see right. too many people layering in monthly expenses, 
trying no to sh- yeah they're trying to show activity and saying they're doing it when they're not right, right? The, this whole business of wholesaling is you have to talk to owners of property right that, that is where it starts get in their face i don't need all this stuff and all that i just need a piece of paper to write it down on my cell phone you know yeah, yeah. that's it that's the, it uh, the thing i really bought was the main thing was uh call rail because i want to record every call that i got mm-hmm. so i can go back and listen but that was 30 dollars a month that's really about it mm-hmm. banded signs and my time so it's really about 15 20 percent it wasn't really that much well that well that's so first of all i talked to a lot i interview lots of folks and, and you're running a um an efficient operation because i know some people who who like to talk about six figure you know i made let's just pick a number 100 grand but their <laughs> their net's like 18 Right, right. Because right. their expenses are 72%. So, yeah, you know, don't, don't get it twisted, right? There's a big difference between uh, gross and net. Um, I got to plug my computer real quick. Sorry about that. That's all right. That's all right. I get you. So the other thing I want to talk about is it sounds like you switched, you know, after you did the 50K and the 72K, you started buying rentals. I think I remember one of your Instagram posts talking about your Buying your first rental at 26, I think it was, or 23? No, 23. Uh, bought my first rental at 23, yes, sir. Yeah, you want to uh, talk talk about that? Five months of being – oh, let me let me get uh, get situated for us to talk it. <laughs> but uh, five months of being in the business, I bought my first rental. I was 23 years old. So um, let me break that down for you. Yeah, so, please. It was a JV, not really a JV, it was a virtual deal that I was doing in Lafayette because I was living in Baton Rouge at the time. Okay. So I had a property under contract at uh, 59000 mm-hmm. Um, I think I was shooting out the ARV around seventy-five or something like that. Okay. It came with an extra lot as well. So huh. it was day 29. Nobody wanted the property. I was like, bro, y'all crazy. This is a great deal. The house is 1,700 square foot, big bedrooms, need like maybe three, 4,000 work. Oh, wow. Nobody wanted it. Huh. It wasn't in the best area, but it was still a great deal. So I was like, ah, I guess this is my time. Yeah. I prayed. I was like, I guess God was telling me this is the one I need to buy. So okay. I went back to the seller. I was like, I don't know if we can do that number because the house really isn't moving. So if you'll be except, you know, be able to accept 56000 and then 80% of that purchase price up front, and then if you can own a finance with 20% of that purchase price, I think we can make it work. She was like, oh my God, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> go talk to my husband real quick and pray to God to, you know, see what he says. And then two hours later, she accepted the deal. Wow. I was wow. like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I own a rental. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we made it happen. What's crazy about it, I never seen the property. I bought it sight unseen. Oh my God. <laughs> I bought it sight unseen. But, you know, I was confident in it. So let me unpack the deal. Yeah. I bought this property, no money in my pocket, mm-hmm. and then I got a $22 check at closing. <laughs> there you go. And that's all about, you know, taking action. So I learned this strategy from listening to somebody at a real. Like, he was in real estate for a year, and he got 38 rentals. I was like, how the hell you do that? Yeah, and yeah. he was telling me, and I just did it. I never bought a course on this. I never looked it up on YouTube. I just heard somebody say it a few times, and I just took action. So what happened was my job, I leveraged my job, went get a loan from the bank, for 80% of the purchase price. Yeah. And the bank, you know, they want the 20% down payment. Yeah. Or whatever. I guess yeah. they just want 20% equity of the purchase price. It doesn't matter where the money's come from. You can get, you can do credit cards, you can do a partner, you can do, you know, and borrow the private money, hard money. They just want to have that 20% equity of that purchase price. I think that's what yeah, you yeah. said. 
but anyway, that's what I did. And then, okay. um, you know, I reduced the price from 59000 to 56000 Why I did it, I don't know. I just wanted to see if I could do it. And, you know, I walked into the deal with equity. The yeah. purchase, the appraisal, right when I bought it, was 73000 wow. And then I put $2,500 worth of work. I changed the floors and two rooms and painted the whole entire house and the inside. Uh-huh. Now that same house is worth $100,000. Wow. Three months after I bought it. That doesn't and suck. it came with an extra lot. So this year in 2020, we got I'll probably build a duplex or a triplex on that vacant lot. Yeah. And the house, you know, is gonna be worth a lot more. Oh, that's awesome. So I some people watching this, um uh, I guess I'm curious about the lending. Did you just get a normal 30-year mortgage? Because sometimes banks give you a hard time with small uh small loans, or did you get some some other kind of loan? I got a 20-year mortgage on it. Okay, 20, 20 fixed rate mortgage. Ah, fixed rate. And I like the 20 year amortized with the five year balloon. It's no, straight 20. Straight 20. There you go. Yes, and from a local bank, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's a local bank. Yes, sir. Very cool. All right. And, and watching your Instagram posts, you've taken that, you've taken that idea of um, you know, zero down rental property acquisitions to a new level. You want to sort of summarize where you're at today? Because it's really impressive. Okay. Today I'm at uh, 18 units. Well, and the, all the, of them yeah, was a. Yeah. Uh, no money out of my pocket. So I leveraged small banks. Yeah. So now one of the small banks that I use, you know, learned it from networking, other investors in my area. Let's just say the house is worth 100000 If I buy it at 60, they'll lend me 80%. I don't have to pay for closing costs, construction costs if I need it. If I'm all in at 80%, they give me all the money. And then let's just say I need some money to bring down. I use business credit. Okay. With business credit, it's business credit cards with uh, interest-free for like 12 to 15 months, depending yeah. on what card you get. So it's all about leveraging what you have and making it happen. All right. I just want to unpack that a little bit because sometimes numbers freak people out. So, <laughs> so, so you're at, you're at a small bank. You lock up a house for 60. It appraises for 100. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say it needs, I don't know, 10 grand of work. So right. would the bank loan you 80 or would they loan you the 70, right? The 60 purchase plus repair or do they, or do you walk away with a 10 K check? So they would do the, um, the 70 K. Right. So they'll, That's what they'll fund the purchase price and repairs, but you know, you can fluff it up a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I, I understand. I, I, yeah. 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 We're going to do all these. Oh no, we're not going to do those. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That pay will cost $10,000. <laughs> Yeah. So that's, that's the debate. They fund the, the purchase price and the, the repairs. Yeah. And that, that's what they should do. They're not, they're not doing it for everybody. No, no, of course. Of course. Well, that's awesome. And you have 18 rentals now. Did I, did I get yes, that right? Sir. Wow. Yes, sir. So how much, I, I have no idea what stuff rents for. Can we go back to that first house? You said big bedrooms, I forget, like 1700 square feet. What did it rent for? I have no idea what rent. rent so that is. house, rent, like I said, wasn't the best area. It rents for 850 right now. Okay. And I could increase the rents because I still had that original tenant in the same house. Yeah. Yeah. But and then so eight fifty, but a cash. So your mortgage, I guess all of your payments. It's a twenty year amortization. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing you're probably cash flowing three hundred bucks a month. I'm just guessing. Yes, wild sir. guess. Oh yes, my sir. goodness! I've done this before. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, so I did the owner finance thing. I paid her two hundred dollars a month for three yeah. years. The balloon payment, and then my mortgage is like three sixty one, yeah. something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that makes sense. So it works. You oh, gotta yeah. look at the numbers. A lot of people they just you don't yeah. want to buy rentals and cash flow on a hundred dollars and now. Nah. Yeah. So when I first started, my minimum I wanted to make per house was three hundred. Now it's like five hundred. Okay. Because all my other houses make way more. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're in the game, man. That's that's yeah. more than most, right? Yeah. All right. So what? So, um, man, you're doing so much cool stuff. So, 
uh, you you're doing active income now. You're building back up your wholesale business, which is just income, right? But then you have yes. wealth uh, with all this real estate, and uh, that's ma- that's a magical combination. I don't know if you realize that because you get the high depreciation and all these expenses as a landlord, yes, uh, sir. which makes your active income go farther. If if you know what I mean, right? Of course. Oh, that's right. well. Let's talk about that because not a lot of people get that, right? People see oh, these the people see these wholesalers making a million bucks a year and all of that, but they miss the point about that's tax that's, rate is super high. Yeah, it's it's nuts, right? It's fifty percent. Yeah, it's all well, it's nuts no matter where you are. It's just more nuts in other areas. Um, so so what? So I'm guessing what's your long term plan? Because you 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 got it wired, man. You uh, you love your day job, which I fully admit. You keep going, keep grinding, because banks like that. Um, you're, you're building back up a business to, to wholesale, which you've already proven works. You've got this pile of rentals. I mean, you're going to be Warren Buffett here pretty soon. I mean, wh- wh- where are you hey, taking man, this thing? That's the goal, man. <laughs> so, uh, my overall goal is, uh, you know, stay to my job as long mm-hmm. as I can, but I'm, I gotta leave at 30. So I gotta enjoy life. Like I said, I have two kids. I have another one coming uh, oh, wow. next week. Oh, so, you know, congratulations. They gotta be getting older. You know, yeah. they're going to be getting older. They're going to be starting, you know, volleyball, baseball, whatever, in middle school. So yeah. I want to be there for them, be, you know, show up to every game, be that yeah. dad. Um, so I'm going to try to pile up as many rentals I can within that time. But the reason I went back and started a wholesale business, because that's the source of, you know, the in the foundation of real yeah. estate. So everybody needs wholesalers. So if I could start a wholesale business and pick out the best deals, yeah. you know, I can scale everything quickly. Yeah, so that's know. the whole reason I did that. <laughs> And also, um, let's just say I buy clothes on four wholesale deals that month. Let's just say I pick up one. Those other three checks, well, the one check is going to go straight back to market, and the other two start paying off some rentals. So by the time I'm 30, oh, I have smart. at least 30 rentals paid off. And that's when the cash flow really is going to go super oh, high. It's gonna, oh, it's, it's going to be like That's the whole reason of going back to wholesaling, because I'm not a big fan of wholesaling, but, you know, yeah. I need it in the business that I'm trying, you know, to reach the goals that I'm trying to reach. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up notes. That's why I'm looking at my phone. You had a, several quotes that I wanted to talk about now. Uh, my phone's, okay, here we go. Um, behind every successful person are a lot of unsuccessful years. That is true. That you is know, true. I, I, I love that quote, but I've just heard your story. All you got to do is spend $63, you know, buy 50 bandit sides in a marker and magic happens. That's, that's, that's what no, I heard. man. It's not <laughs> always that way though. You know, it just happened for me. No, (laughs) let's talk about it. Let's break that down a little bit because I like that quote. Everybody's story is a little different. So let's just say Warren Buffett. I'm sure he has many failed businesses. It's just, you know, people's lives are really highlighted, Mm -hmm. just like Instagram is highlighted. Um, You don't really know all the, you know, the appointments I went on that didn't, I didn't close the deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. You don't know all the rentals that, you know, I analyzed, I didn't get the deal. Yeah. You don't know all the tenants that didn't pay me, you know, yeah. you don't yeah, know all yeah. the ventures I filed. So in every successful story, they have many failed opportunities, but no you doubt. have to learn from each of those experiences. That's to make you better the next month, the next year. So that's, that's what the quote is about. A lot wow. of people just see on Instagram, the highlights of people life, but you don't see the back end. Of yeah, really where's good. the blooper reel? Come on. Man. Right. Right. <laughs> Let's nobody, show nobody really want to see that, you know, Yeah. everybody just want to see the highlights of what's going on. That's right. Uh, here's that's another- exactly what it is that, you know, you have to fail forward and really learn the business. And then when you're in a business, you're going to fail multiple times. Just 
his, his learning experiences. Yeah. You know, you I, get I, have, I have a saying in real estate, that bad things happen, right? It's, it's how you yeah. deal with them that, that, that really comes, to, comes out. It All is right. what it is. It is what it you is. Know, real estate, anything could be fixed. The plumbing, blow out, just fix it. The roof leaks, just fix it. <laughs> All right. Gosh, why does this keep going out? Um, there's another one you have about, uh, here we go. Stop asking people who have never been where you are for directions. Oh, yes. Yes. So I'm very big on uh, Section 8. I have uh, like seven Section 8 rentals. So, yeah. you know, Section 8 has a huge, bad stigma. Oh, yeah. A lot of, let's just say, um, when I first got into real estate, I didn't really tell anybody. So let's just say, I did, I think I told my parents or something like that. Like, I told my parents I was wholesaling. Why are you doing that dumb stuff? You make it five grand. Blah, 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 blah. So they never did it before. But so as I continue to do it, now they're like, oh, all right. Tell me a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. So you never really, let me give this example. You never really go to the dentist and ask them how to change your oil. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. You need to really, you know, get advice from people that's really doing the business. Not take advice from people that, you know, hear, hear say from other people. So yeah. that's what that quote is really about. If, um, you know, if you want to get in apartments and stuff like that, listen to Grant Cardone. If you want to get to long-term rentals, listen to um, Morris Invest. You know, if you want to get into rentals, read your book. It's yeah, not yeah. about taking advice and hearing all these words from people that don't even really know what they're doing. Because they definitely say negative stuff because people remember negative stuff about everything. Yeah. So it's taking, you know, good advice from good people that's actually doing the business. There you go. Well, one thing I was curious about, because I believe your network either holds you back or brings you forward. Right. So think about your network when you had just started out, right? The day you bought those 50 blank bandit signs to your network today. Is your mm-hmm. circle of influence, right? The five people you spend the most time with outside of family, um, the same? Or is your network really evolved over these three outstanding oh, years? Oh, man. It is not the same. So like Let's I said, talk I'm about that. Yeah. 26. Everybody that I know that's in the real estate business like, 32 and up. Okay. Like, it's really between like 30 and like 75. Yeah. We're all old. Is that what you're saying? You're calling me old? Yeah, is, is that what this is? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say, oh, you're very mature and know what y'all doing. <laughs> good while. <while. laughs> y'all have, you know, y'all have experience of what y'all doing. So why we, got, we, we earn these gray hairs, man. Come on. <laughs> Real estate come a lot of stress. So. <laughs> so I try to surround myself with people that can actually teach me something. Yeah. And know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And then that's where I really learned a lot of my stuff. So like when I first started, I never bought a course, never did none of that, strictly from my network yeah. and um, the REI meeting. So we'd have a meeting from like six to eight, but then they'd have a meeting after a meeting. Yeah. It was all older people and I was the youngest one. They would tell me everything. Yeah. And that's how I learned. So I surround myself with people that's actually in the business, doing business way better than me because, you know, they've been there. I can call them anytime I need something. Yeah. And it's not always about calling and pulling from them is also about adding value to them as well. So yeah, they need both ways. just, yeah. you know, let me know. And I'm not calling them every day like, hey, hey, I need this, I need that. I'll call them asking the stupidest questions. <laughs> if I don't know it, I'll Google it or read a book to find out first before I go to them. Yeah. Or, you know, I find the answer and just I ask them, could you break this down for me? Or yeah. if you did it, give me an example. Yeah, so, what's this mean? Yeah. But again, let's talk about it because that's, I think that's what's holding most people back is they're comfortable with their set of friends they have this vision or dream to go this other direction. They share that vision or dream with the same set of friends and they just, they just hold them back, right? They're anchors or vampire suckers or I mean, whatever it is, right? They're just, you, you've got to break free. 
was that yeah. easy for you? Did you know you had to do it? I mean, I, I don't know. Basically, man, I think it really was easy for him because, like I said, I was living an hour away from everybody. Oh, ah, okay. All right. So what's crazy about it, I really didn't talk to my friends for that whole year. Like, uh-huh. maybe, you know, birthday and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. All the everyday texting and calling? No, sir. Yeah. I was like, focus, locked in. Like, okay. if you're not talking about real estate, go over there. There you so go. So that's, that's what happened for me. And that's pretty hard, I guess, for like a 22-year-old because 22, yeah. 23, because they always want to go out, party, and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. I was never really that type. So once I started reading books, I just kept reading. That changed my whole mindset about it. everything. And then I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad after I read the, you know, the rentals or whatever yeah. about Phil Piaski. So, like, bro, if you're not talking about how to yeah. get money, how to raise money, how to buy real estate, how to flip houses or wholesale, yeah, we're not going to be really talking. You know, we're going to talk to just catch up every yeah. once in a while, but it's not everyday thing because you're not feeding to me what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Well, you're really you, taking away because yeah. you're wasting time. You're wasting, yeah. Time's the only thing we can't get back, right? So right. Uh, once you make that choice, some, myself included, I had to change my network. Um, right. Because you're right. And once you make that decision to go that direction, you want to feed yourself with people that are in your circle and remove the ones that are kind of bringing you down or wasting your time or, you know, going out partying exactly. or spending on stupid stuff. Um, exactly. The other thing I didn't know coming into this interview is it sounds like, um, you know, your parents, your, you said your father earlier, I believe um, was, you know, had commercial properties and the like. Uh, I, I'm curious what, you know, what's he think today, right? Cause you've done, you've, you've done it, right? I mean, you're, you're proven right. it works. I see uh, wildly proud of you. Have you had one of those father son moments where he's like, you're killing it. Good yeah, job. of course. So my parents call me all the time saying they're proud of me and stuff like that. And my dad also, we're partners now. So I have two different entities. Ah. I got the flipping one and I have the holding one. So now we have a company called Parker Property Group where we flip houses. He likes to see the money. He rather, you know, the big chunks instead of the passive income. So, yeah. hey, dad, let's do it. So that's ah. what we do. Now. Uh, it's like we have a flip going on right now. It should be done in the next two to three weeks. So that's what we do, you know. And, and, and we then- use it was crazy about it. We used the money from that original building that he bought because yeah. we bought it. He bought it at 55000 I think, in 99. Now it's worth like half a million. So he got yeah. a lot of credit on it. That's what we use for the properties. So I, I have the experience. He had the funds. We just, you know, get together and do. We gotta That's do. magic. Right yes, sir. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to get my, I'm trying to get him to be my private money lender. But like I said, he likes to see the money. He likes that chunks. Money. He likes that fat one. Right. He want to see, he want to see what's going on. So, yeah. Show me the I'm HUD. Get- <laughs> Let's see the HUD. Let's see the net. I, I, right. Gotta, right. Got to respect that. But that's a big evolution, right? Cause again, he, it, earlier in the interview, you talked about dad's like, why are you doing that? What are you crazy? Why are you wasting your time to, Hey, let's, let's, let's use my business credit line to flip, flip together. That's, that's an evolution. Make money, man. <laughs> Why not do it? But we do. We have. Um, we do hold two rentals together as well. I'm not gonna just yeah. that. So. No, but I, I want to talk about that that evolution, right? I mean, your your parent. Anybody watching this, right? Your parents want the best for you. They care for you. They don't want you to hurt yourself. Blah blah blah. But then you prove it works. They'll be right. your biggest fans. Right, right. Right. So in the beginning, they just want to. You know, they don't want you to fail. They want to protect your dreams and stuff like that. So. I was like the type, I don't care what y'all say, I'm doing it anyway. That's, yeah. that's the person I am. <laughs> so that's why parents usually like, you tell them what you want to do, that's why they really pull back because they don't want to see you fail. Yeah. A lot of people, when they have these big dreams, they really fail like very quick. So yeah. they want to protect you from that desperation. They mean well. Parents, parents right. mean well, right? They, yeah, right, they right. Most, most parents mean well. <laughs> Let's just say Yeah, that. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, so how, it, it don't mean to though. Uh, that's right. There, there are some, there are some rotten parents out there, but yeah, let's, right. let, let's just hope yours are wonderful. So how can people follow you? What I'm mean, actually, before we do that, any, any suggested books to read or, you know, people to follow or channels that you look at for inspiration? Um, uh, definitely read your book. Uh, oh. I would say read books that you really want to get into. Like, um, definitely mindset books, uh, John Maxwell books, uh, John Maxwell, yeah. Robert Kiyosaki, if you haven't read that. Yeah. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's definitely yeah. number one. That's a very easy read. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's some other good books? Millionaire Real Estate Investor. That breaks down. Oh, Gary Keller. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, like, I like that it's one. It's a big book, but, you know. <laughs> I, I still read that one for the case studies, right? Have you ever just flipped yeah. to the back to read the case studies? I, exactly. I look, it I can look be good. motivation. I do it as well. I, yeah. I think I have it. It should be right here. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what else? Read about books that you're really trying to do. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Do me, do me a favor. When we're done with this, send me your address, and I will autograph a copy for you just so you have oh, uh, an autographed yeah. copy. So. Definitely do that. Definitely do that. Very, very cool. So how can people follow you and, uh, you know, see what you're doing? Cause you're doing some amazing stuff. Everybody needs to follow you just to see what a, you know, somebody in their twenties are doing and you know, just to show us how to do it. Okay. Go, uh, Instagram is real estate period entrepreneur. Uh, Facebook is O'Neill Parker, O-N-E-I-L. Uh, you can go on my website, O-N-E-I-L Parker.com. Uh, what else? That's pretty much about it. And then uh, if you got a question or anything, I reply to all my DMs. And, uh, you know, let's move it forward and, you know, see if I can help you. I answer your question. I'm a nice guy. I'm not the type to, you know, you send me a DM, I'm going to respond. You know, yeah. it might take one or two days, but I will respond. Yeah. And uh, just let me know if you need anything. You know, oh, I'm man. open to talking. So, you know, let's talk. Oh, that's awesome. O'Neill, thank you again for saying yes to this crazy DM. He's absolutely right. He responds to his DMs. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, congratulations on all your success. And I look forward to watching you just explode into the new year, man. It's, it's yes, sir. Fun. Thank you, man. I appreciate you for having me on this podcast, man. Everybody out there, just, you know, take the information, go kill it. There you go. All right, man. Thanks again. Take care. Yes, sir. All right.